Welcome to the Authorpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, thriller writer, Amelia Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast. Happy Saturday, writers. In the previous episode, we identified the five different types of conflict that are possible within a story. Now it's time to take a closer look at your story and figure out where you can add more conflict. So let's get started. So the first option of where you can have conflict in your story is your global story. And so what do I mean by a global story? Usually when people refer to or use the term global story, what they're really referring to is your main plot line. In a longer story, you'll have a main storyline and let's call that storyline A. And, and quite often you'll have like a B storyline that eventually hooks up to the A storyline and it just adds more depth to your story. So obviously the first place you want conflict is in this global story. So the types of conflict that you can have here are man versus government, man versus man, man versus nature and obviously man versus supernatural. You don't necessarily just have to have one type of conflict. With my book Immunity, I'll use that as an example, I have a conflict where it's man versus a society. So it's James Lalonde versus this pharmaceutical company. And the second type of conflict that's in the main story arc is James Lalonde versus the person that he thinks is solely responsible for the actions of this pharmaceutical company. And he also has a other storylines. There's other things sort of going on. So there's, there's two other storylines. There's obviously he's moved to New York and he's trying to find out what happened to, to his mother. And at the same time, he's just landed a, a job for a news company, a fictional newspaper called The Daily Voice and that the main editor of The Daily Voice, his name is Patrick Evans and he's one of the most powerful newsmen in the country in this particular fictional world. So he's proven to this man that he that he's good at what he does but he also has to keep the job keep his job because this because Patrick Evans is one of those newspaper editors who's really he's passionate about the truth and the integrity of the newspaper he isn't okay with just a flashy headline and really dodgy fact checking he wants the facts he wants the you know, the truth. So these are the layers of conflict I've got in my story and all of these things come together to create conflict. It adds a timeline and this is sort of basically what a thriller novel does. It layers conflict on top of each other. So if you are writing something, even if you're not writing a thriller, it can be interesting to have a thriller element to your story where you're layering levels of conflict. The second place where you can have conflict in your story has a lot to do with the global story and that is the protagonist versus antagonist relationships. Each of these characters needs to choose a side. They need to have their own motivations, especially the antagonist. Don't make the mistake of creating a two-dimensional villain. Give him reasons for wanting what he wants and make them really compelling. Create your villain to, to the point where you can sort of see why they want what they want 
even though it's crazy whatever it is that they they're after and their their reasons it needs to be really compelling and consider what your protagonist wants as well they, they need to have a goal they need to have something motivating them to get what they want think about in a similar way that you know you're writing a book and you have a reason as to why you want to write a book and you have like an end goal in mind you have your own definition of what success is and all of these things are motivating you to listen to this to create a daily writing habit and to continually work on your book and work towards this goal your protagonist and antagonist need to have similar motivations like this and also consider you know the personality traits that these particular two characters have and think about the, the personality personality traits that they might have that might help them get what they want and might hold them back from getting what they want and the same thing needs to be true of your protagonist obviously the antagonist is seriously flawed your antagonist needs to be flawed as well you don't have to necessarily create an anti-hero or someone with like a deep disturbing dark past because that's quite cliche but if you give them personality traits like James Lalonde is seriously overconfident. These things even though they can being a risk taker and being confident of good things, being overly confident and being quick to jump in the deep end not and not check the water can actually be bad and they can stop you from getting the things that you want in life. These things tend to lead to making poor decisions in the moment. Think about the motivations behind these two characters. Spend time sort of creating these characters not just once go back over them as you take these steps to writing your book and layer types of conflict think about what they want make them make these characters as real as you possibly can be sort of think about the people that are around you and what they do and the types of motivations that they have and how they interact with other people especially if you if you know a couple of people that really clash that they can't seem to appreciate each other on any level if you have those people around you pay attention to what they do and how they view each other and use this with your protagonist versus antagonist style relationship So the third place where you can have conflict in your story is with your supporting characters. So obviously you have like the main characters in your novel and people don't exist in a vacuum. They have other people around them. So look at these supporting characters and give each of these characters a motivation just like in real life. Like everyone around you has a motivation whether it concerns you or the other things they have in their lives. I don't mean like in a bad way. Like for instance when I moved from... Brisbane to Melbourne and then from Melbourne to London my family weren't too thrilled like I don't mean that in a bad way it's just they loved me they wanted me with them and that's a motivation and it was in conflict with my motivation of wanting to move to Melbourne and London it's not that they stopped me but they they were supportive but I could tell they weren't into it they weren't into it in 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 a way that I was into it so when you're sort of creating the supporting characters really consider that consider them their individual motivations and understand that they will have motivations that aren't in sync with your main character's motivation for instance in, in my novel immunity james is paired with an award-winning journalist Sophie Baker and Sophie Baker takes one look at him and his story and thinks this is a complete waste of my time it has no supporting evidence 
it's she thinks at best it's it's a work of fiction and also she wants to be the first person to land an interview with the person that James suspects is behind everything that's happening with this pharmaceutical company and she thinks it's crazy part of the reason why she thinks this is crazy because she needs to be on this guy's side to get an interview with him because he's media he's notoriously media shy she looks at it as something to check off her you know list of achievements not that she thinks that will get her a Pulitzer Prize by any stretch but she sort of thinks this is something that I want to do and this person is sort of getting in the way of it and his story is sort of wasting my time so what happens is they're constantly butting heads she's constantly really pushing him and sort of saying this isn't enough evidence to support this theory and in a way it's bad James thinks that's a bad thing and sort of sees her as something that's in his way but in reality even though these two people are clashing she's forcing him to to be a good journalist and get the evidence that he needs to support his theory so this is an example of supporting characters and then obviously he, there are other supporting characters as well in in that story so you obviously got Patrick Evans he's the editor as I sort of said earlier and his main motivation is to create a newspaper to sort of edit stories that come together to form a newspaper that sells more than the last edition and they're a daily and they're a daily edition newspaper so he, he only wants the best stuff on on the front page he's not gonna you know immediately put James's story on the front page because that's what James wants he wants the best story there and he's prepared to give it to whoever has the best story with their that's as truthful as possible because he he wants the newspaper to be a beacon of light in a media industry that quite often that sort of sells newspapers that are full of you know articles that aren't quite true that are sort of like a spin on the truth. They've picked a side and they're um, and they're supporting a particular side. Patrick's aim is to is to create a non-biased beacon of truth. So that's his main motivation. So if that's that's at odds with what James is wanting to do, James is wanting to bring down a pharmaceutical company, and Patrick isn't going to cooperate with him unless he finds the evidence that proves his theory. That he doesn't just sort of chase an angle that he sort of reveals the truth about this is your story lacking conflict take a few moments and look over your story and pay attention to those moments where everything seems to be going all smooth sailing for your protagonist and consider how you can create obstacles and put obstacles in their way so that they have things that they need to overcome in order to take the next step in their journey. After you've done this, I want you to take a look at your supporting characters. Are they too supportive? Are they all for your protagonist's goal without your protagonist having to go to extreme lengths to win them to, to their side? So I want you to take a few moments and pay attention to these supporting characters don't just have them there as filler content make sure that they are they have their own unique motivations and give them valid reasons for wanting what they want so they seem compelling and they form a part of the rich world you're trying to create in your novel 
And thirdly, consider your antagonists. Why do they want what they want? Why are they opposing your protagonists? They need to have a very valid reason for this. No matter if they're an individual or a government body, they need to have a very big reason for doing what they do. The more compelling a antagonist you create, the more conflict that's going to naturally occur in your story. So I would spend time on your antagonist first. Make sure that you create a very deep, complicated villain that is, I was tempted to say clear of cliche, but cliche isn't a bad thing. Sometimes cliche is what readers expect in a genre, but just make sure that they're not stereotypical 2D villains, like how sometimes in a cartoon or a bad movie or a badly written movie the villain can sometimes be very two-dimensional and then they're almost not believable they're just evil for the hell of it make sure that whatever they do even if it's immoral that they've taken a path to get there and that path is believable and understandable As always, I have to ask, are you struggling to create conflict in your story? I want to hear from you. Let me know by coming over to the blog post and sharing your thoughts and experiences with creating conflict in your story in the comments section. Thank you for listening to the Authorpreneur podcast. If you're new to this podcast or want to be notified about more episodes just like this, then click the subscribe button right now. I'm your host, Amelia Hay, and I'll see you next week for another episode.